Hey, what's up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Jay, and you are listening to the Let's Be Frank podcast. Let's get it. All right, all right, all right, people. We are here. I can't say we're back yet because this is the first episode. That is crazy to even say, but wow, we are here um episode one season one we have made it and we're doing the thing i want to just thank everybody so much for joining in and listening this means so much not just to me but just to whoever this is going to be a blessing to whoever to this whoever this podcast life is life it's going to change it just means so much to me to be able to do this and that you are supporting and listening when you hit place to this podcast, you are going to change your life. That is my goal. My goal is not to just do something just to do it. My goal is to do something that is going to inflict a, some change in you at the end of it. Even if it's small, it's still the job is done. So, um, yeah, I just really appreciate you all. And I just kind of want to hop right into it. We are going to be discussing chasing purpose right now. And what better way, reason and way to do that because... Um, it's the new year. So new year, new you, new us. Shout out to all of us who want to do new and big things. But it's the 10th day of January by the time this podcast comes out. And usually you might slow down in your momentum. Um, so I just hope that this podcast encourages you to keep pushing through. Don't let the fact that the excitement has gone um, stop you from continuing to chase that purpose. Real quick, though, just to kind of introduce myself, my name is Jaleesa. You can call me Jay, though, and I am a Jersey girl at heart. I love Jersey. I was born and raised in Jersey. No matter where I go in the world, I will always be a Jersey girl. I have a two-year-old daughter who is two going on 29. She is the most amazing girl in the world, and um, she's part of the reason why I'm really doing this because I want to show her that boo, your mom chased her purpose, so you have no excuse but to go after it. This is me leaving my footprint in the world for her and her children's children to show them that this is what runs in their blood. They have a legacy like this. And so I'm just so excited for her to one day hear this and hear her thoughts on this podcast. I am a writer. I want to be a screenwriter and producer one day, but I just love to write, period. I do believe that I have a book or two on my heart as well. Um, You never know, but... Nonetheless, I love to write anything with writing, whether it's an email, a short story, a letter, anything. I am a writer at heart and I know that. So I can't wait to one day dabble into the world of screenwriting because I plan to live a long life, God willing. And I know that right now I'm doing podcasting. This is my first step into into my purpose, but I know that he's going to, there's no cap into where he can take me and I know that there's going to be so many different things I'm going to experience throughout my lifetime as I change and I grow. Outside of that, I have a nine to five to stay alive. You know, shout out to Beyonce, but I'm still chasing my purpose after hours. I go in and put, I'm now putting in the work to chase after my purpose as well. And I love food. Like, if you want to be friends, hook me up with some dope places to go eat some food and let me get into that situation and we will be the best of friends. Seriously. Um, but outside of that, that's me in a nutshell. So let's jump right into this podcast. So let's change the narrative of 2020 for real, y'all. We need to stop doing the definition of insanity. 
which is trying to do the same thing over and over, expecting a different outcome. I know, I know that's so corny and cliche. You all are probably like, really, Jaleesa? So you just came out the gate with something corny, but it's the truth. It is the God's honest truth. You want to change what has happened last year and make this year a better year. You have to stop doing things over and over again, expecting a different outcome. But, and I put in a big but because people are like, okay, well, I'm going to make all these changes and everything's going to be great. How you make those changes is what helps you to stop and break that cycle of insanity. And it's not making big changes in one big shot and expecting a different that's that's still insane you didn't just wake up one day and start doing all these things in one day and just continue to do them they were small habits that formed over time so in order to stop this cycle of insanity you have to make small little changes so for instance with chasing your purpose how you stop the cycle of doing the same thing over and over again and you're not getting the different results is you want to be a writer right well you can't wake up and say i want to be a writer I'm going to write my book in three months. End of story. No, especially if you've never really taken the time to even try to write a book or research it. Here's what you do first. I want you to say, I'm going to write anything for 10 minutes a day. I'm going to write a short story at first, just to kind of flex that muscle. I'm not going to really go into my book, but maybe I'll write an outline about it and what I think it's going to be about. But outside of that, I'm going to write for 10 minutes a day. Then after maybe like a month, turn it into 20 minutes a day. That's how we break the cycle of insanity is when we take small steps and and the small steps add up to the big ones they lead up to the big moments so just starting right there how to chase your purpose in 2020 is to stop insanity by making small little strides to add up to the big moments um just another thing is how do we go after our purpose now now that I've started making the small steps, I want to chase after my purpose. Like I'm ready to go after it, go get it, secure the bag, secure the dreams, secure whatever. How do I go after it? Well, there's some steps that you have to take. You don't just go after it all willy nilly. You have to take some steps. And the first thing that I really had to do, honestly, was I had to deal with what was going on inside of me. There was a lot of stuff going on inside of me. And I don't know if y'all know this, but your girl has tried to create a lot okay let me just say that i've had three blogs two youtube channels that i've never even uploaded anything to and i've also tried to write two books one fiction and one non-fiction and two scripts as well none of those things have panned out but part of the reason why they didn't work out was because there was stuff going on inside of me that i did not deal with and it was coming out in my art it was coming out in my work it was coming out in how I was maneuvering and moving. So first of all, we got to do the work on the inside before we even start with what we can do on the outside to get to make things better. Inside, if there's stuff going on internally with you, it's going to affect the outside. That's like, you know, you, you know, so like when you're creating or when you're chasing after your purpose, that's like you going to the airport and saying, I'm gonna just leave my bag on the carousel. And maybe everybody will forget that I left it there. And no, and it will and you know, I'll never see it again. And that's fake. That's not realistic because guess what? Most of the time, your bag has a tag on it with your name. And that bag is showing up to your house whether you want it to or not. Trust and believe that. So 
when you're when you're creating, don't think that you can just stuff stuff down and act like it's not there. You have to deal with what's going on inside of you. For me, what was going on inside of me was rejection. That was one thing. And that was a that was one of the biggest things. And I had to deal with my issues of rejection. The rejection stemmed from childhood where I felt like I wasn't getting certain things. A lot of things were, you know, just trauma that happened within my childhood. And I I started walking through life with an open wound of rejection. But I'm a creative person and I'm a person who feels like I have a purpose and I want to go after it. How do I do those things? And nine times out of ten, when we're chasing our purpose, we're going to be rejected plenty of times or denied or said no to before we even see a yes before we even see success how can someone who is dealing from a place of rejection live through that and survive through that and continue to persevere through that you can't and I couldn't and every time I was I would even think of certain things I I couldn't even move past it like for example this podcast I know that if I put this podcast out that people may or may not listen, but the new healed and whole me understands that I'm okay with that because I believe that I'm walking in purpose. The old me would have, this would have never even manifested into what it is right now. All of this would have stopped at a thought because in my mind, I would have been like, wait a second, I I can be rejected. Like people might not like my work. What? No, no, no. I can't do that. I, I, I'm not going to put it out. I'm not going to even be able to put my, set myself up to be in a position to be rejected. And that's how I would really act. So, you know, I had to deal with that rejection. And now if one person hears it and it changes their life, your girl is cool. If not, no one listens to it. I'm still cool because I said what I had to say and I felt like I was being led for me by it's God. You know, I felt like God was leading my life. And what I had to say, and it was ordained, and and it was in His will and His timing. And if I did that, then I've done I've done enough, and I'm okay with whatever the outcome is. You have to be at peace with knowing that sometimes the things that you're going to release and and go after, it's not gonna just automatically take off, and you're gonna become viral or whatever you're expecting overnight, or that you're gonna get uh, a yes into your top school. You know, some people have, I know people who are successful and they thought they were going one way, one place and they went a totally different direction. But even though they didn't get accepted into their top school, top um, job, etc., it still worked out for their good in the end. And that's the biggest picture. So dealing with your stuff is the first step. Deal with what's going on in the inside. Unpack that baggage. Um, the next thing we can do in chasing our purpose is to plan. You've dealt with your stuff. You've started making little strides. Now it's time to start planning. What does this look like? What does me chasing after my purpose look like? Well, what what chasing after your purpose looks like, first of all, is it looks like you trying to, find, trying to create a blueprint. And I have something in my room called um, blueprints from heaven or downloads from heaven. And I call them my, my, my blueprints. And I actually have it on a blue, like, you know, you know, poster board or whatever. And I write down things that I feel like are a part of the blue, the blueprint to the bigger picture of my life. And, um, that's the, one of the biggest things, but I don't just take those blueprints and run with it because also with blueprints, you have to understand when people go in to build a building, they go in with what the the blueprints that the city handed to them and said that like, Oh, this is where this pipe is. This is where that is. But sometimes things happen even in construction 
and you might strike a pipe or you might hit something and now you can't build that way or do it exactly that way. You have to learn how to be flexible in your planning. I truly believe that planning is important because if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. But I also believe that it is not something that you should make solid and not and never be able to maneuver or shift away from it if if need be you have to understand that this is what I think it looks like but I but I'm clear that this isn't this may not be exactly how it's going to look like in the end but I understand the big picture so plan for the little things but understand that there's 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 still a big picture ahead and you have to stay focus but you also have to stay flexible at the same time and also in planning it's just planning to to know who you who you may be dealing with and how you're going to interact with certain people plan who you're going to tell this to plan who you need as a team to support you and and by team I don't mean like hiring people I mean like who you are going to have as your cheerleader who you're going to have as your person who who's going to reinforce things for you who you're going to have as someone who is going to hold you accountable those type of people plan those people as well because you can't share your your gift and your dream with everyone you just can't especially when you're walking through the figuring it out phase everybody's cool with the 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 end results and the end picture because they didn't have to go through it but plan who you're going to have walk you through things as well um so definitely the planning stage then you have to know about timing versus anxiety so you've planned everything out you've done the work you've done the research you've uh you started putting things together and now you feel like when is it time to let it go when is it time to release it i think a lot of us either hold on to things or we prematurely release things because Either one, we're looking for a perfect timing, so that's why we're holding on to things, or we prematurely release things because we're, we're having anxiety. The perfect timing piece is, there's no such thing as perfect time. There's no such thing as perfection. It's an illusion, and it is a, it is a thief, honestly. When you are dealing with perfection, you need to understand that it's fake. It's something inside of you that is afraid to let go. But there is a such thing as right timing. There's no such thing as perfect timing, but there's a such thing as right timing. You, there is a right time to do everything. And when you do it in the right time, it will be done in excellence. Now, if you're operating from a place of anxiety and releasing things prematurely, that could be for multiple reasons. And I need you to really think about that and identify why why you're doing something how you figure out if you're doing it in the right timing or if versus anxiety is what is your motive ask yourself that what is my motive for doing this am I doing this because I've done all I can and I feel like I need to let it go and release it into the world that the world is ready for this I think that this is the change that the world can use right about now or are you doing it because I feel like I don't feel good about myself and I saw somebody doing something good with their life and I'm working on something and I want everybody else to know. Am I comparing myself on social media? Do I feel like somebody's going to steal my idea? Am I just, can I not wait? Can I not wait at all? Do I I want it for money? Like, do I feel like I'm going to get money right now? You have to ask yourself, what it is that you're doing this for. I don't care if you have a t-shirt line. When you make a t-shirt line, why are you what with what's on your t-shirt why are you creating it you shouldn't just be creating it because i want to make money and and everybody likes t-shirts and t-shirt lines are are popping no people who have t-shirt lines there's a message that they want to send when people walk around with their with their stuff on their chest 
that's why you should be creating your t-shirt line and that's why you should be putting it out because the world could really use this message right now not because i want to make money um so just check your motives and that'll help you realize in what time you need to be releasing things and just lastly failure understanding that after you release and set it out there that failure may come but guess what I have a friend who always says this we don't take L's we learn lessons and when I heard that that changed my perspective so much I was like wow we don't take L's we don't take lessons and at first when I heard it, I was like oh like that's cocky but then I was like no that's really not cocky that is truth how it's all about your perspective and how you look at things did I did I lose or did I learn a lesson and for me fit when I failed because like I said your girl had three blogs two YouTube channels that never went anywhere tried to write two books two screenplays all that you've named it I probably tried to do it honestly and I'm not even joking um I when I failed at those things it was like oh my gosh, like, what are you doing? You need to stick to your day job because you are tripping. What would ever make you think that this is something that you were supposed to be doing? And I had to, I had to really deal with that self-criticism and that self, you know, imposed, you know, haterism that I was putting on myself. Like you failed at something, but guess what? At least I tried. Most people in this life don't even try. Maybe I was not coming from always the right place, but I tried. So if you do happen to release something prematurely or you release it in the right time and it just doesn't take off, trust and believe that you did not fail. You learned a lesson. We ain't taking no L's in 2020. We either winning or we learning lessons, period, point blank. So taking taking um l's and turning them into lessons and blessings because it blesses your life when you learn a lesson for me the biggest thing was where i realized where i really pivoted my ideas on failure was when i got divorced i um i failed at marriage and it's like i have i had a kid I had an apartment and my money was messed up. Like everything just really hit the fan real fast. And the fans spun me all different, like splattered me, my life all different ways around the room. And I failed. And I was like, wow, people used to tell me like me and my ex were relationship goals. Like now I got to face those people. Now people are going to be wondering like what's going on. This is embarrassing. But then I said to my, like, then I had to really tell myself because it was like I had to move on. I had a kid looking at me. I had to look look up at life and say to myself, Jaleesa, yeah, so you you tried something. You did the best that you could with the information that you had, with the level of maturity that you were at, with the heart that you had at the time, and you tried something. And yeah, we don't want to just be out here trying marriage. marriage. I'm not saying that, but you tried your best. You gave it your all. And yeah, you did. You didn't make it. Y'all didn't work out. But guess what? You have learned so much from this. I my, I had a mindset um, change. I, my pr- perspective shifted on a lot of things. It forced me to want to become healthy. It forced me back into therapy. It forced me to deal with a lot of trauma and childhood issues and um, self-esteem issues that led me to, to be in that position in the first place and not be healthy before I went into a marriage. And so I learned a lesson and I was like, wow, the next time I do this, it's going to be amazing because 
I, I learned so much from this and I'm continuing to learn from this still as well. I'm continuing my therapy because now I realize how much, how important it is for me to continue to check in, um, and get the help that I need and make sure that I'm good and talk about things. This help it helped me to, to not, to come out of people pleasing and learn how to have necessary conversations and say what I need to say and stand up for myself because I I was a big people pleaser. I don't never want to make waves and not that I'm out here acting all reckless and talking to people now all crazy, but it's helped me to become a stronger woman. So that's how I had to really look at my, just my failure in marriage is that it was a lesson and a blessing at the same time. So just to kind of recap real quick, we don't take L's, we learn lessons and we, so we, we don't take L's, we learn lessons. We um, have to do the work on the inside of us. We have to make small changes. So make small changes that add up to big ones plan but don't get stuck there and learn how to be flexible with your planning and release and be willing to fail and be willing to fail forward as well and that was and that and those things alone will help you to just propel you into this journey that you are about to go on so I kind of went on Instagram and I asked my followers a question um, about purpose chasing and kind of like what things do they want to know about purpose chasing? What are some things that you, some questions that you may have? And one of my followers asked me, how do you know when you are walking in purpose? So first of all, how you know that you're walking in purpose is when it stretches you. Now, when I, what I say by that, when I mean that, when I say it stretches you, that it makes you uncomfortable. I'm very uncomfortable. (laughs) I'm happy that I'm doing this, but this is making me very uncomfortable having to put myself out here. This is stretching me. This is challenging me. I'm having to do research, look into things, learn new things. This is like not easy. This is hard. I've had to force myself to push past my feelings a lot of evenings and push to get this out because I set a date and I set a promise and I set a plan. So when you're walking in purpose, it challenges you. It makes you uncomfortable. Another way that you know that you're walking in purpose is when... Another way that you know that you're walking in purpose is when you know that certain things come easily to you as well. And I know I said it should challenge you, but it also comes easily as well. And the reason why I'm saying that is because your purpose is something that was lying dormant inside you as well, but you had to activate it. Uh, you, you, you may have, and you may have already been activating it and not even realizing it. It's something that people will always see inside of you um and that you're good at and that you can do your purpose is usually something that comes easy to you as well and that might not even be your full purpose it just might be a skill that's useful for your purpose also it's your greatest conviction your greatest conviction in life is probably your purpose what bothers you what do you feel needs to be changed in the world what do you need what do you feel needs to be different about this world Whatever that is, that is your purpose. God put you here and le- and allows it to vex your spirit because he wants you to be the change that this world sees about whatever issue that is. So th- I hope that answers your question pretty well. And um, just also, you know, like when chasing your purpose as well, please understand that 
you need to learn how to work smart and not try to outwork God. If you, if, if it is your purpose, you want to, you don't want to have to, you won't have to overwork yourself. Stop trying to outwork God. So when it's your purpose, you'll do some work and then, then God will take care of the rest. He'll, he'll let you know when to be still. You'll know when you've done all that you can and you'll follow in your purpose. Um, so that, that, I just want to give you that quick piece of information as well. And then I had another question. It's like, where, where should people start when looking to find out their purpose? Again, I'm just going to say, look within, look at what you're good at. Look at, look at what your, your highest conviction is. Look at, um, look at, you know, look at what comes easily to you. But also I can say, look at, um, I I would say take like personality tests. Like there's, um, the 16 personalities test. And my mom always tells people to take that as well because she's a life coach, but that really helps you to see where you fit. Like if you feel like I still don't know, I still don't know. Don't be afraid to go research and look online to see, you know, like, okay, well, based on how I answer certain things, what would I be good at? And then start researching those things and exploring those things and deciding, does that sound like me? Do I think that I fit in, in that way? So that's what I can say where to start looking as well when you're um, when you're chasing your purpose. And then I just had someone give a piece of advice as well. And I thought this was great. Um, my boy Donald Schuler, he um, him and his wife are amazing. They actually have an Instagram um, account where they IGTV series where they talk about millennials, kingdom marriages and relationships. And he's also doing something for the men as well. That's a recent project of his. Um, so check them out. They're Tiffany Schuler and Donald Schuler Jr. Um, that's S-C-H-U-L-E-R um, on Instagram. But Donald said, chase your purpose or else someone will hire you to chase theirs. And I thought that was amazing advice because and it's not just like being an entrepreneur because I feel like we live in a society now where entrepreneurship is being pushed, 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 and we're not taking into account people's you know, all, all the different types of things that we can do to be successful individuals in this world. So it's not just about, you know, being an entrepreneur, but if you're called to be an entrepreneur and you feel like that's really what you're supposed to do, you sitting at someone's nine to five, it, it, it may be for a season, but understand and have the goal in your mind that you are not supposed to be here chasing after someone else's dream, helping to build their dream. And um, your dream is just sitting on the side. If you're if you're supposed to be in medical school and you're sitting in a sales job, um, I need you to go, you know, research into what it takes to get to medical school. Like I said, take the small steps first. Look at how much it costs. Ask yourself, you know, how much, um, how much money do I need? Do I have enough financial aid? What's, where do I want to go? Start looking at stuff like that. If there's a job that you want to go after, but you don't feel like you qualify, ask for, look, look to see if there's internships that you can maybe work into your schedule, or if there's some experience you can get somewhere that you are already at to add to your resume. These are things that I want you to go after so that you're not sitting in someone else's place of employment, that you have no business being there um, operating in a purpose, purposeless environment. If it's not for your purpose, if you're somewhere that you have no business being, it should only be to fund your fund, your, fund your purpose for the time being. That's it. And to learn a lesson, because I don't care where we are, even if it's not where we're supposed to be, because my job has nothing to do with what I actually believe I'm called to do, but I know I'm there to learn lessons as well. Um, so definitely don't be out here building someone else's dream and giving up on your own. Even if you work a nine to five, because 
some people, a lot of entrepreneurs do work nine, nine to fives for a long time. Some still work their nine to fives for the rest of their life, but they operate in that purpose on the side. Just operate in that purpose no matter what. Make sure you're always doing that. Make sure it looks how it's supposed to look in the end. And the only way you can do that, do that is honestly by putting in the work. So that's all I got for you guys today as far as chasing purpose. I hope that this has got you fired up, pumped up, and ready to continue to, you know, climb up that mountain. I don't I don't think that we're fighting an upward hill hill battle. I think we're on the side of a mountain, just climbing and climbing and climbing, pulling our rope or putting in that steak knife or whatever it's called and pulling ourselves up each 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 little step. But the thing is don't get stuck in a place. Try to keep moving when you can. Take breaks in between and stay still when you have to, but don't get stuck because eventually you're gonna get you're gonna get tired and you're gonna start hanging, and then you're just gonna fall right back down to the bottom and have to start all over. I don't, I don't, I want wherever you are, wherever wherever you last stopped. If you were writing a business plan, pick that business plan back up and see if you can revise it. If you had a dream and you had a group of friends that you were doing something with and y'all kind of fizzled out and let the holidays get in the way, somebody get in that group chat and be like, yo, so what's up? Like, it's day 10 of the new year. We need to get back on track. So when we meet all meeting up, this is the type of stuff that I want y'all to do. I want us to keep going. I don't want to, like, we keeping the same energy all year round, all 2020. I promise you. Till this day, we're going to keep that same energy. So I hope that this helped. And this is just going to be our closing remark every time we end a podcast. I want you to visualize your best self and show up for that person every day. That person that you're vis- visualizing needs you to show up for them every day. So visualize your best self. Show for them each and every day. Your yes is someone else's blessing. Peace.